Well, hello. Welcome to Midlife State of Mind, the show for that middle section of your life, the one that comes after you've raised yourself, your kids, and the rim on your rose-colored glasses. I'm your host, Erin Beadle. And I'm your host, Alicia Jessness, and we're so excited for you to join us as we talk about all the weird and wonderful ways things change as you navigate midlife, the state of mind, that is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode four of Midlife State of Mind with your hosts, Alicia Jesnes and Aaron Beadle. Today we're going to be talking about, is college right for your child? Um, I know that we all have the best of intentions for uh, helping our children build the life of their dreams and we, I think most of us think college is part of that plan, but for some children, some people, that is just not, <laughs> is just not the way that, uh, that life works out. So we're going to get into that today. We're going to, I'm sure Erin has some statistics because she's the <laughs> expert on research, um, but that's what we're going to be talking about today. So join us, sit back, pour yourself a cold drink or a warm one. And uh, hang out. Let's hang out. There's okay. Out. So, <clears throat> is college right for your kid? Let's first talk about, before we even talk about statistics, let's talk about, like, the like the mindset of that, right? Because I've, I've had to deal with that with my oldest son. Um, and I know you originally were going to have to kind of, like, facing that same issue with DJ. But... So it's like when I think there's so much pressure nowadays for kids, like go to college, go to college, get a degree when they're coming out of college and not being able to find jobs or they're finding a job. Like I know one of my um, neighbors um, and I live in a neighborhood, I mean, a middle class, upper middle class, would you say? Like, oh, for sure. For sure. Neighborhood. I, I agree with you about the pressure, though. They hear it. You know, from first through twelfth grade, it's it's yeah. they the expectation is college, whereas you know twenty five thirty years ago the expectation was get a skill right was you know you graduate from high school and you go to work right so well and I think that like that that like all the kids like that they're going to school with are going to college. I mean, especially I think if you're in a middle class area. Absolutely. And so all the kids, it's just expected. You go to college whether or not you have any inclination of knowing what you want to do. And it's just the, it's kind of like maybe like if you were talking, if you were going to equate it with like how in the 50s girls graduated from high school, they got married. Right. And you had two kids or three kids. and But there was no expectation whatsoever about, um, you know, men or women necessarily. Well, I think more so men back then. Well, men were definitely, (coughs) and I do, I did read some articles, like men way, like the statistics, you know, it's like, like if you looked at men and women, men, you know, 72% of men went to college and, you know, 13%, these are made up statistics, um, went, 
did you know went to college um and of course the tables have really turned now more women are going to college than men straight out of high yeah, school yeah and isn't it true that um more women are getting higher higher education mm-hmm. so graduate and master's degrees now women outnumber men isn't that mm-hmm. correct yeah i thought i thought we absolutely read that. yeah mm-hmm. and I, I, i'll actually i do have a few you know stats on that but um but how do we know how do we know if it's right for our kids that's the thing and it's like so when my oldest he's 27 now when he graduated I knew leading up to like he's very bright always tested well like you know all the tests like um you know like SATs SATs Iowa test of basic skills always like 98 percentile 99 percentile everything so Um, all signs pointed to yes he's extremely bright as he was growing up Yes. Right. But he never liked school ever. Like big component. Chase me out the, you know, the school in kindergarten. Like I want to be at home. Like he didn't want to go to school. Always. School was like a nightmare for Garrett. Okay. Um, and so when he graduated as we were like, you know, or like, let's just say high school, you know, well, side note, he had, um, 22 ISSs by the time he was um a little interference there first, y'all. sorry we're trying to figure that out first um, month of junior year okay wait so <laughs> so high school he was yeah, he had, had 22 ISSs by September of his of his junior year so <laughs> so basically um Freshman and sophomore year, he'd had 22 ISSs, 13 of them from one teacher. Okay, wait, now, okay, so was he doing this on purpose to get out of her class, or was he this just, just a well, major? Well, he's a smartass. Um, so this was a major personality conflict. Yes, yeah, okay. and he does not hold his tongue well. He's getting, he's definitely way better now that he's in the professional world. I wasn't either at that age. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> I was actually a very much a rule follower. Now I'm not. But I was very much a rule follower. You know, I didn't want to get in trouble. But um, so we knew that, like, okay, school was not his jam. But mm-hmm. I still was like, mm-hmm. college is going to be so different than high school. Right. It, yeah, it is. It's a completely different uh, experience. I mean, it's, like, so fun. I mean, if I could go back to college right now, I would. I mean, but I'd want to live in the dorm and, like, but by myself and have somebody, like, yeah, take care my, of everything. My college experience is a little different. I was working full-time Me and too. going to school. Okay, so, yeah, it wasn't It wasn't like. Well, if I could go to college like my kids go to college where somebody's paying Oh, I'd be everything. all over it. Yeah. I'd be all over it, yeah. So, okay, so you knew that, leading up to him graduating. But I was still hoping. Right, right, right. You okay. know, like, but right after graduation, um, he moved to New York City, lived in Brooklyn, um, I did not know that. Yeah, for like a year, a little over a year, I think. Um, okay, now, did you guys have friends? Did he have friends? Did, so, did he my just... nephew was living there. Okay, so he moved. Yep. He did know some people. Yep, just one person. One person, okay. Yep. Worked in Manhattan, so took the subway into work every day, worked on Fifth Avenue. Okay, now, wait, now, how long was your nephew there at that point? Was he like not a... Not a year, a little while. Like, so, uh, they're 16 months apart. He graduated a year ahead of Garrett, so... Okay, so he had a little bit of experience being a city but dweller. But when Mackenzie moved up there, um, my sister lived up there for several months with Mackenzie. Okay, so he moved up there with, his, with mom. Because Mackenzie moved up there to model. Okay. And then he decided he didn't like it, and so then my he sister lived with him, though. Okay. And then he ended up... Um, 
then he, when she moved back to Savannah, he ended up um, like having roommates. And then Garrett moved up and lived with the roommates. They, there was four of them living in, you know, like a upstairs of a of a house in Brooklyn. Okay, so so he had some roommates. So it was kind mm-hmm. of like college. There just were no kind classes. of, but the boys were a good bit older than Garrett because he was eighteen and they were like twenty four at the time, twenty five. Well, but they he, weren't wild. They were like super, like pretty tame. Yeah, they were going like two of the both. Two of his roommates were in school. Mackenzie was not. He was working and modeling some, but then he decided he didn't want to model. Okay. But then Garrett decided, okay, no, I'm going to come back and I'm going to go to school. Well, by then, because he had graduated from high school with a 2.0, he couldn't get into our school by right. our house. Right. So he started going to a local, like, technical school. Sure. And I think there was six semesters that he... Attempted. Attended school. Halfway through, he dropped out. I said attempted, but attended. Attempted attendance. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then finally, I'm like, all right, dude. So then he was working. Then he decided that um, he was going to go to culinary school. Okay. And I love that. We went out to another technical school, which was in a different county than us. He was going to have to drive. Okay. Got him. Got him. Well, it was. Hotel and restaurant man is it hotel restaurant management? Yes. So he was still pursuing a degree. So okay, so he wanted culinary school. You guys compromised? No, they they, they just didn't have a culinary school near us that was like affordable. So okay, I'll do hotel and restaurant management. I can like because he he really was getting into wine and thinking he wanted to be a sommelier. And then okay, so this is there's another one of those words. I think you're supposed to say it, sommelier. Oh, see, I've always heard when I watched um, the movie, they called it sommelier, but Who, it's sommelier. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't speak French. I, I don't speak your fancy French, girl. <laughs> <laughs> this is southern French. This I, is Georgia French. I have bonjour. I have no idea. Like, I, it's honestly, bonjour. Uh, yeah. It's not bonjour. <laughs> That's the Southern French. You you brought up the Southern French. So, yeah, I was yeah, going to like, ask. Bonjour. Bonjour. So, no, yeah. Bonjour. Bonjour. Sommelier. So, okay. I, I had a friend who, who was a, how do you say it? Sommelier? No, sommelier. Sommelier. Okay. I so don't know. She called herself a sommelier. A wine guru. Listen, these are people who like to drink wine and they get paid for it, okay? Yes. So, he wanted to be a wine specialist (laughs) (laughs) and so got him all like yes finally okay I don't okay maybe he's not gonna get a bachelor's you know he's gonna just like but that's a legit career people make it totally is I mean that is so I was like I made peace with it I want him to be happy I want him to pursue his passion Right, right so that was a fall semester sure and um at Val- not Valentine's Day, I'm getting my holidays confused. Thanksgiving. Uh huh. So this was like August, right? So he was Four going to later. school. Three, three months later, he was going to school like three days a week. You know. Uh, all right. He was leaving. He was going to school. Right. Oh, okay. 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 Wait. So, she's making a face. Y'all like. Uh, so this is not actually what was happening. Thanksgiving, I get a letter from <gasps> the school. Oh no. And it's like we. Ha- well, it was actually addressed to him, but I was like, oh, I paid for school. Right. I'm gonna open it. <laughs> It was like, um, you've been withdrawn because you attended two days of classes. <gasps> He'd been pretending to go to school. 
did you die? Did you? How mad I was were like, you? Uh, I'm done. Were and you? so oh. he joined the military. Oh, wait. What? Yes. Okay, so he went from I want to drink wine and get paid. Yeah. To, to I, I want to get yelled at and get paid. Yeah. Not uh, and not get paid a lot. I love our our veterans. I am all oh, for yeah, military careers. Veteran, yeah. Oh, totally. So, but it yeah. is that is a big. He's stretch. my least of all of all three of my kids. He's the least one to go in the service, and he flourished. And you know, I will say this: that um, boys, I don't know. You have one, I know. I but do. For people who don't have boys. Or if you don't even have kids, if you deal with any males in your life that are young, they take until 25 for the frontal cortex to fully form. 100%. Some of them until they're 45. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Do you speak from experience with your Listen, I'm just saying they're... With your partner? I I was in the dating world in my 40s. So Mm. So you know when you date... 40-year-old men. Listen, you don't want to be out there in this game. That's all I'm going to say. Well, so I think that, like, you know, so he now he's out. He, out of the military, served his time. He's a realtor. He's doing great. But here's what the military did for him. And I'm not advocating for everyone to send their sons to the military. But it made him grow up. It gave him a confidence Mm -hmm. that he didn't have. Mm -hmm. And it gave him... Uh, a direction that he didn't have. So I have a family member, same, same exact thing. Yes. Same, didn't, ha- didn't know what he wanted to do with his life, was kind of not sure. Just floundering. About, just kind of floundering, yep. Went into the military and totally changed his life. And I have a friend with a son, same, well, I think, let's see, Jared is a couple years younger than your oldest. Because mm-hmm. he's like 25 now. But same thing. He, he went to the military, did not have a clue what he wanted to do with his life, and now he is running a very successful business. Well, here the thing that I do like about the military and, and the way that they approach things is, you know, you do your ASVAB, mm-hmm. and, and then it tells you, like, you know, what you score. And then they do a lot of, like, figuring out of what your strengths are and, like, what jobs would kind of like correlate to your strengths so explain to people what the asfab is for those yeah, who don't know is isn't it, it like armed services it's the entrance exam basically okay, okay. Right? i thought you wanted me to give the um the, what each letter meant the acronym <laughs> no i have no idea okay well good. we'll 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 put that in the and links the, and we'll put that in the show notes um so but but so i think that like when you like for us as parents like especially i think in my neighborhood everybody's like Oh, you know, little Johnny got into like blah 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 Yale, blah, you know, and Harvard, then like, yeah, Columbia. and I'm going like, uh, listen, if my kid gets out of school without getting another ISS, <laughs> right. which FYI that stands for in school suspension, if you yes. don't know, yes, it does. I spent and many of my high school days in ISS. Oh, see, I never had, I never had deten- a single so, detention. Listen, I didn't get in real trouble. I got in that kind of trouble. It was so he didn't get in real trouble. He wasn't like no, yeah, it was fighting, no, stealing. It was like keep his mouth shut, back Same. talking. Same. Yeah, I would be like smart no. ass. First of all, you're a teacher. You should be smarter than me, and you're not, and that's a problem. That's exactly how he was. <laughs> it's like he's like these people are dumb, and he only he has this chip on his shoulder at the time of like they have to get my respect. Like he hated them being. Um, Oh goodness, she's choking people. But I, she's okay. She can make. I'm choking on my water. She can make. 
I'm going to make it. Sometimes drinking can be hazardous. You know, you think like, like. It's not even alcoholic. It's just peppermint water. <laughs> but, you know, it's kind of like how you get scared of flying a plane, but more people die at home. Like yeah. from stepping off of a ladder or something. Right. <laughs> um, but, okay. So if you're, how do you decide if you're, if it's right, if college is right for your kid? I don't know. So, okay. <laughs> so, but at, uh, so I think that a big part of your story, though, is that we, we both had expectations for our kids. I'll get into what happened and what is happening with mine in just a second. But, <clears throat> man, that water was definitely trying to kill me. So, I think when you are grooming your children for college, which of course most of us are because mm -hmm. we think that's the way. We think that's the way. Statistics show that, you know, um, college graduates with a four-year degree definitely get hired quicker and move up the corporate ladder faster. There, you know, that is that is the real deal in the real world. However, they're only measuring a certain portion of success because when well, they're measuring it in the corporate world they're measuring all it, kinds of other worlds right they're measuring it in corporate america and not everyone is cut out for corporate america so in my case <coughs> excuse me guys i'm so sorry so my son is an artist and he is i know everyone says like their kids are talented but i really do have one of those children who is exceptionally gifted I've seen his stuff. It's very, very, very good. It's, He's you know, talented. Other, he it's not just me saying that. Other people recognize his talent. And so his philosophy about going to college was that he felt like he could be successful as an artist by doing other things, by building a social media presence, by um, creating his own line of clothing, <clears throat> by um, just utilizing those creative talents and building a business and, and taking the money that we would spend for college and putting that into building a business. So the thing is, is he didn't tell me that until February of his senior year. Right. All along, you've been thinking, like, <laughs> he's going to go to college. He's going to go to college. Yeah. He's going to go to so college. He yeah. was in a private school that was not inexpensive. All right. We, we, and then we pulled him out of that school so that he could start dual enrollment early. So he actually started college at a very small um, Christian college here in Savannah called Point University. He started attending Point University at 16 years old. Mm -hmm. So we definitely thought college was the path for him. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so we had 12 years of, you know, well, we had... 10 years of formal education, two years of homeschooling plus college education. So when he graduated high school, he already had two full years of college. I thought there is just no way that he's not going to go. That he's not going to go ahead and finish yeah, it. Yeah, for two more years. <coughs> and right, like let's yeah. just knock this out. Mm -hmm. Let's get it done. And he just said, you know, Mom, I just don't think that it's right for me. And then he even had a, another plan in place. He said that he wanted to pursue getting his real estate license and he wanted to get into investing in property. He had laid out a whole plan, uh, how much money he needed to save to buy a duplex property. 
um, what the mortgage would be, and this was from a project um, we did in our homeschooling economics class. It's a life planning class, or I'm sorry, a life planning activity where you, you're literally planning your life based on a specific salary, how, how much in student loans you're going to take out, <clears throat> and what your life is going to cost you for the first 20 years of it. You know, if you get married, if you have a family and all the options. So he knew what that college education was going to cost. And he he basically laid out a plan where he wanted to get into flipping real estate. So we put the brakes on <laughs> the college, you know, attending college right when he graduated. And I, I just... Yes, I was disappointed. I'm sure you were disappointed. Mm -hmm. There's disappointment in not, you, you want your children to have the best life they can have. And if, if it is in our heads that college is the only way to achieve that, or the, not the only way, but the best way to achieve that, it's right. disappointing when they say, hey, I don't want to do this with my life. Well, and <clears throat> I was going to say one thing for me that what college, um, what I always told my kids is that why you go to college, I mean, like, let's just say, like you go to college and just whatever, get a degree and I don't know. What. Underwater basket weaving, whatever. Okay, Under, well, that's a good one. <laughs> but that it's not so much that you're going to college to like get a job because I'm like, you're going to change career seven times in your life is what the average person, you know, does. I didn't know but that. But I said it's, it's a, yeah, that's what they say. Who's mm -hmm. they? I don't know, but um, <laughs> they say it. Careers, not Car jobs, but careers. Careers. They say you change careers seven times in your life. Okay. Um, <coughs> which we'll talk about in some of our episode, future episodes about reinventing yourself. Absolutely. Um, but is that, um, I'm like, so it's not like, oh, I mean, unless you're going to become a doctor or some other, or like a dentist where you have to go to, you know, an attorney. Higher, yeah. Right. Like lots of education Finance, afterwards. In regulated industries. Industries that are regulated. Thank you, that's the word. Finance, insurance. Yeah. Um, Anything that you're getting like Mortgages, a, banking. Yes. But doctors, some bankers, lawyers, I mean, sure. you know, like they'll change. <clears throat> My friend got married by a her preacher who he had been in banking for like 25 years and then left a very lucrative clear career to become a, um, a preacher. Yeah. He got the calling. Uh, <laughs> I like... Uh, I'm not going to answer that. Right, um, right. But, <laughs> <laughs> but so when um, I had a I had a thought, but um, so oh, so that col college is just the time for you to like learn more about yourself. That's exactly where we were. I said just oh my go gosh, to yeah. school, and so at first we were just going to hit. We were going to stay at Point since he had been attending there. He was familiar with the class process. He's familiar with all the systems. It's like, let's just knock it out. It's um, kind of inexpensive, comparatively speaking, to other. So there is a campus in Savannah, mm -hmm. but the majority of his education at Point, he only actually attended in person for one semester because of the COVID outbreak. Yeah. So he was already familiar with doing the majority of his college coursework online, online, online lectures, the whole system. So I said, let's just stick with that. Let's knock it out. Then he's like, well, I think maybe I do want more of that college experience. Can we transfer to Georgia Southern? And this was like Christmas of last year. And mm -hmm. I was like, yes, of course we can do that because it's right here. Yeah, big college football, <clears throat> yeah. like, you know, parties. Yeah. You know, and, all that. and yeah. it's now part of um, UGA, and so they have all the same programs. Um, so, so I said, okay, so let's 
let, we'll do that. And then in February, he says, I don't want to do any of that. I want to pursue this real estate thing. So, mm-hmm. okay, so this is February. So now February, March, April, May, June, July, August. So it's been six months since we had that last conversation. Now, so let me tell you what's happened in the last few weeks. All of a sudden. Back in June, I asked, are you sure? We had a very serious conversation. We, we actually started the conversation when we went on his senior trip when I took him to Las mm-hmm. Vegas. We didn't go to Las Vegas to drink and gamble, y'all. We went to see an art exhibition. Anyhow. So we, <laughs> that's what he wanted to do for a senior trip. So we started having this conversation in May. We got a little bit deeper into the why do you not want to attend college, and he explained it to me. Um, and then we got home, and in June, uh, he helped one of his friends kind of get ready to move out of state to attend school. And so that oppor- that opened an opportunity for us to have another conversation like, are you sure? And at that point, he was still sure. So fast forward a few weeks. Now we are in coming into September this week. Um, it'll be later when you guys hear this. But at, at the, at the, in real time, we're coming into September. All of his friends that he has been hanging out with for the last two years with Point University, they've all... There were a couple of homeschooling students that were in the same sort of course structure that we were, but a lot of the friends that he made were actual college students. Mm -hmm. Um, So they are, they have moved on from point or moved into their kind of more, they're back into the school game. Right. And his friends from the homeschooling group who were not at point have also now gone off to college. Mm -hmm. And so they're not even in town at all. And so I think he has seen his friends pursuing these goals, and now he feels more he wants to go to school. Mm-hmm. So, so then you're scrambling like, oh, wait, okay. Yeah, yeah. so we're, we're so he says he doesn't want to try to rush to do fall semester, and we could have at the school that he wants to attend. It's here in town. It's called SCAD. It's an art school. It's a, it's a very prestigious art school, and there are very there are some things that – you know, admissions is a process. So, <clears throat> so we're now applying to go in January, but I think that if I had pushed, 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 pushed to get him in in fall, he may have ended up not finishing. Mm-hmm. I, I fully believe that he needed to have this experience to figure out that school is what he wants to do and, and the reasons that he wants to go because he – is still pursuing getting his real estate license, still doing the class online. I think he has three weeks left. And then he'll be eligible. He'll have all the hours he um, needs to take the test. To take the Georgia exam. Yeah, so it's not as if the time was wasted, but I think that the conversations that we had about why people go to college, it's not just about, like, you know, finishing off this degree just so you have it. But looking at, thi- at at something like art school, because before that, he was just, I just want to get it over with. Like mm-hmm. yours, like your son, he was not into school. It was not his thing. He did not enjoy it. Um, <clears throat> he enjoyed other things. And so I think now that he understands, like, oh, you go to school to experience. For just new experiences. To it's not learn. necessarily like a the end result so much. But, like, learning about yourself, learning about 
learning like new ways he can use his art mm-hmm. he can use his talent like d- did you even know there were careers like abc mm-hmm. or whatever that you could do and they're all you know well like i never even knew because one of my husband's um co-workers their daughter goes or sh- her daughter goes to scad and she's getting a degree in sequential art i'm like what does that mean? <laughs> it's comic books. It's comic books, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't know that's what it was called. I would just think it'd be like a degree in comic books. I mean, film, film design, set design, oh, totally. industrial design, furniture design, you yeah. know, fashion. And just because you get a degree in one thing doesn't mean that's what you have to do your whole life. Like we said, unless you're maybe becoming a doctor, a surgeon. I mean, you know, right. you're, you've gone to all the school. You've been, you've done all this post postdoctoral right. training you're probably going to become a doctor and right. you're going to do you're going to like stick with your field um and then but there we we can all attest to having probably been in a room with at least one doctor who probably shouldn't have pursued it well after we all that education because right <laughs> i had my experience well but, i was going to read you a couple of um just little um interesting statistics yeah let's hear them. so the annual sally may report um shows that parents are paying roughly half of college costs for the 2019-2020 which is the latest um mm-hmm. statistics they say that parental income and savings covered 44 percent of student costs and another eight percent came from parental borrowing so that's another thing is like a lot of parents are going in debt for yeah. their kids to go to school. Yeah. We've always been of the mindset that you go to the in-state school um, unless right. you, like, I have, you know, we have friends who's their kids. It's like, oh, we live in Georgia, and it's like their kid goes to Alabama, but they're not getting, you in know, state. scholarships mm-hmm. or in-state, and it's like $42,000 for, you know, a, to get a teaching degree or something. Right, like, at a that state you could school. Get right, at one in Georgia. And if you can afford it, you know, by all means, send your kids wherever they want to go. Or if your kids perform academically in such a yeah, way that, that the they school get. is paying them to go there, like, which Absolutely. is exactly what we're going to try to do. Right. So, you know, we're going to try to utilize his portfolio, um, his art, art portfolio and design portfolio so that SCAD will give us money for him to go there. Please, Lord, if any of you out there can help us with that. Anyway. We're getting into that, but but I'm with you on part of this project that we did was especially for undergrad. I'm like, if you're going to undergrad and going in debt for like a degree that's not because that's what I was gonna um, share a few more statistics. You're you you should be trying to go to school. I read a really interesting book. I can't think of the name right now. It was about a guy who. He was going to college, and he went away his first year. His parents weren't paying for it, and he got all the student debt. Yeah, yeah. It was like $18,000 for the year, which isn't a whole lot. But um, for him, it was going to be, you know. I mean, for for a person starting out life, $18,000 is a large sum. Yeah, that's a large sum. And after that, he was like, whoa. So he went back home, Mm -hmm. went to state school, lived at home, Mm -hmm. got out, decided to go to grad school, and was going to – I can't remember if it was Duke – Anyhow, he ended up like buying a like a custom van, you know, one of the big yeah. like custom. Yeah, yeah. Van. He ended up living in it on campus. It's so a, doing it was, van life, yeah. Yes, it's but a big thing but right because now. he didn't want 
to have to like he couldn't afford to go to grad school and pay the dorms. It's it, it's ridiculous. That's another they, but thing. the school didn't know. So just See, FYI. But that's <laughs> another that's that has been another big part of the equation in our conversations, the ones that I'm having with DJ. So part of that project was he had to break down w- what it would cost per class to attend his dream school. Yes. Do do I encourage you to go to your dream school? Of course I do. But if you're paying $5,600 per class, right. you better be damned excited when you get out of bed to go to that class. Right. You better be. Well, you also have to look at your, um, you know, your return on investment. Right. What is your, what is the, where are you coming out? Are you going to be able to get into a career that is going to allow you to pay off this enormous debt right. that you've taken on? You know, and then there's, you do have to weigh that. And that's sometimes then like the classes that maybe aren't giving you a return on investment. That's something like as you become an adult and like later in your life, you can take a class. Well, I was going to, I found, um, and I'll share in the show notes, um, it was on a praxis.com, discoverpraxis.com, like what to do if college isn't for you. Oh, yeah. And it gave five reasons why college isn't for everyone. And I'll just quickly, it says like, number one, you just might not be college material. No, nothing. Um, it's nothing personal. No, it no just and there's not nothing wrong you. with it. Right. Um, and I'll skip, I want to save number two. Number three, they say experience beats tech, textbook knowledge. I agree. Um, you don't have to go, um, you don't need college to make great money because lots of like blue collar jobs, skilled labor, absolutely plumbers can make a killing. 100%. Mechanics, I've paid mechanics. You've paid mechanics. Oh, my God. Yeah. Don't even get me started um, on mechanics. And then um, <laughs> it says that um, the perceived value of a college degree is declining. More college grads in America than any point in history um, with more than 33% of Americans aged 25 and older holding a co- four-year college degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, so – like the more Americans that have a four-year college degree, the less valuable it is. Okay. Right. So, so a bachelor's in a bachelor's in you know marketing, eh, you know, or a, a bachelor's in business administration. Right. Like everybody right. has that. Right. Um, but I was gonna say their number two was it says that for most people, for most, mm-hmm. I don't know what they mean by that, but college is a really bad investment. The latest data from Statista says that 42.6% of recent college grads are underemployed working jobs they didn't need a degree for in the first place. And my middle son, he was waiting tables at a kind of nice um, restaurant here in town. And he was was, um, a server assistant or whatever. Kind of like a nice touristy place. Mm -hmm, Um, I'm mm -hmm. drawing a blank on the name of it. We don't need to give them free publicity anyways. But um, (laughs) but, um, the the server that he assisted, this guy who, like, you know, 28, like at the time Evan's like 21. He was like 28, 29. He had a four-year college degree waiting tables. See, that's the thing is we – okay, so – DJ's gone to school since he was 16. He has also worked since he was 14. Like mm-hmm. we in in my household, you earn the money. Mm-hmm. We never did a flat base allowance if he wanted to earn money or wanted something that was really expensive, you know, of course all kids want something every time you go to Target. That's not what we're talking about here, but 
if he really wanted something expensive, our deal was usually you have to work, do chores, do mm-hmm. v- earn it, and uh, yeah, above and beyond what. And you then would you can do. save up Christmas money or and birthday you sa- money. Right. You save up, you work. So, but the point is, he understands the value of working, mm-hmm. and he's go he's working at a place. I mean, I think I said in a previous episode, it's not a secret. He's a lifeguard at the YMCA. He is working with people that are in their 30s who are college educated and cannot find a job in their field. Mm -hmm. Now, some of that is, of course, we're in a worldwide pandemic. We've had the largest increase in unemployment unemployment in a a 50-year history. And so a, a lot of people are in that position. But even before that, just like what you were saying with the statistic, College education is becoming more valuable in some fields, but so much less valuable. Well, it's in getting others. watered down because it's everybody has a bachelor's. It's getting so watered down, and 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 when you go to school and you're especially if you're learning things like marketing, public relations, social media, um, if you're learning a technology. If you're going to school and learning those skills, by the time you graduated, but graduate with your degree, your skills are outdated mm-hmm. because the world is changing and it's moving changing so, so fast. rapidly. Yeah, but so, things like being a HVAC guy or right, a um, right. electrician—that's not changing. I mean, like it's not. It's and, and and I mean, it's. It, I mean, I know there's you know some changes, but it's just not like it's like. Okay, this is how you fix an AC. And it's getting and harder and harder to find those people. Right, because when less people are becoming skilled, right. skilled workers. They're not getting technical And so they're making more money. They're, mm-hmm. I mean, let's get real. I cannot tell you how many times a week I see something on Facebook where someone has posted, hey, I'm looking for someone to do install a new kitchen sink or mm-hmm. to build a deck in my backyard or to fix a leak I have in my roof. I've talked to 10 people and I can't get anyone to mm-hmm. show up. They're, they're overbooked. They're they're well, they're overbooked. Well, the, because there's not enough but of them. But there's not enough of them. Well, it's right. because they're talking to people and either they can't fit the projects into their schedule or they're just they just can't, it's you you there are less of those professionals in the universe and so you can't find one that's actually a professional you talk to like joe blow's neighbor over here who says he's a maybe he is a handyman but he's not actually a certified electrician or a certified plumber and so he comes into your house and probably causes more damage (laughs) as he's doing the work or whatever and so it's becoming harder and harder to find those people and I think part of that is because over the last 25 years the idea of college being the only path has been oversold it's been oversold people it's like you were looked down upon if you wanted to go into a skilled trade whereas definitely those people sometimes out earn or oftentimes actually out earn people with college degrees Mm -hmm. absolutely what's it called a welder yeah, like there was a there was like a major like shortage shortage mm-hmm. of welders, and it's like we need them. We're building buildings, you know, like commercial realty. You I mean commercial properties? They need welders, and like and even just skilled laborers, just general skilled mm-hmm. labor. Like my partner, you know what he does? He does designer kitchens and bathrooms, and he, I can't tell you how many people he's been through at his company. In the last couple of years, just and trying don't to show up because yeah. you just can't find skilled laborers. You can't find people who want to show up for work. So, it's so does a college degree does that 
having that increase your likelihood to show up for work? Does that, you know, or would it be better to then, like a lot of other developed countries do when it comes to university education, is you you test the aptitude right. for whether or not someone should, should go, go to a trade school or should they go to college or should go to university and yeah. you know are we getting that whole thing wrong here in the United States we might be I mean I wouldn't put it past past us but we're definitely not against against um we're not talking against college I would never try to discourage anyone from I just going think that college. it's good to have like open conversations with your kids and have an open mind and, and keep an open mind as far as, like, is college going to be something that, you know, your your child is going to benefit from? Would it be better? There are some things I was going to also share, just a couple of things that were some ideas. If things to do with college isn't right for you, um, is one is um, to get out of your own backyard. So, like, Go and become a ski instructor in Colorado or or work at a ski resort. Maybe not a ski instructor if you don't know how to ski, but work at a resort. Um, work at a national park. Um, you know, lots of national parks um, employ kids. A lot of times they do it during the summers when they're on college break, but during the off-season um, they can as well. Um, so work for free. Build your por portfolio and your network. Wait, let's circle back to get out of your own backyard. So, okay. Um, I had to take a little break there, you guys. Sorry about that. So, yeah, so get out of your own backyard. Like, get out into the world. You might discover that just even something as simple as living in a different city could give you perspective on, you know, what you might be interested in doing. You might not find that at college. So, I mean, try... Try something that is a little different. If you don't feel like college is for your kids, maybe just try encouraging them to get a job in, in a field that is completely outside of anything that they've ever tried before. If, if your child is someone who likes working with his hands or her hands, maybe encourage them to get a job in a restaurant cooking. Or to get a job maybe working for a contracting company or a contractor, um, you know, in construction. Like, there are so many things that you could do or that you can encourage your kids to do to make money and to sustain a life outside your home that don't have anything to do with a college education. And so she got into the second one is, you know, work for free, you know. Just start working on your especially like if you're an artist or you want to be a fashion designer or maybe um, you want to be a photographer, like work for free. Offer to do these little jobs. Design a t-shirt for a family reunion. Right. Design, you know, maybe maybe help a local school design a set for a school play. Maybe, I mean, there's just so many ways that you could put your skills out into the universe working for free, building a portfolio. And I, I definitely want a side note here. I am not suggesting in any universe that if you are a creative, you should work for free. That is not what we're talking about here. Once you are an established 
created or once you have yes. established a once field. you're established I think at first right it's not a bad idea sure but once you're established as a professional in a creative you know, field I hate it when people want to like mooch off like just because you're oh. a friend like and you're a photographer here like, here are the words that I can't stand it will give you exposure yeah oh like, my god please no, don't had exposure. listen I've been exposed to more things than I would like to admit and I'm not interested in that kind of exposure but thank you so yeah, so work for free. Build your portfolio. What's what's the next one? Okay, write a book. Write a book. Write a book. It says um, uh, romance writing is like a huge thing, and you can self-publish through Amazon. We um, talked about that a, a little <laughs> bit last time. Just I had no – I mean, obviously, people read romance novels. I, I know it's a thing. But, um, but I mean, but people – It's huge. Do, people do. But teen, you know, um, young adult. Um, I just had no idea it was such a huge industry. And, I mean, yeah. but you don't have to write an – a, a romance novel or an adult romance you don't have to write that but find something you're interested in write a book you can publish it on the internet for basically for free, for free. almost free yeah. almost free yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you can publish it for the for for a small commission when they sell the printed version or electronic version of your book yeah it's a great idea yeah all right become a content creator so Get, get big on TikTok. That's right. <laughs> and I mean, you guys, I know that people probably in our stage of life, there is a sector of our age group where... I well, think we're not going to do it. I mean, like, there, there are some people our age that do it, but it's definitely, I think, a younger... But that's what we're talking about, younger kids. Right. So so you can become a content creator at any point, but the I think the prime time, if that's something that you're interested in, to do that is... Right out of high school. Yes, yes. Y you're exploring yourself. You're figuring out what you're into. You might, you might strike gold yeah. on social media. I tried to talk my my middle son. He got a cat that's crazy, a kitten, and I was like, <laughs> her name is Peruna Lone. Per no, Peroni. I was saying Peruna. Peroni <laughs> Luna. So she was found on a full moon, and she tried to drink some of his Peroni beer. Okay. <laughs> I can't say that he's a marketing genius, but um, that's hilarious. And I'm though. like, get her her own TikTok. Right, make <laughs> videos, become a content creator. I think that's great. Yeah. What's next? Um, do an internship. Do an internship. Sometimes Definitely. companies will hire someone yeah, as an intern, yeah, right? And, see, and yeah. you don't necessarily have to be a college student. I think that's a big misconception about internships: is they're looking for college students. They're not. In fact, sometimes companies are looking for someone with no experience. So they can train them how they want. So they can train them yep. how they want and so that maybe you'll bring new ideas to the table, creative yes. ways to do things that they've Outside never thought of. Outside of the box, mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. Um, start your own business, and it doesn't have to be like a brick and mortar. I'm talking like maybe one of my friends, um, her son graduated with my middle son, so they're 22 now. And he college wasn't for him. Mm -hmm. He had started doing lawns as a kid. Yeah. Um, and he started a landscape business, started doing hardscapes and doing very well. That like, is a very lucrative business. Yeah. I owned a landscaping company for about five years in my early 20s. And let me tell you something. You, <laughs> you get one zero turning radius, zero turning radius mower. <laughs> and before okay. you know it, you have five. And before you know it. That it's, You've got it's, a crew. It's it's a yeah. It's a legitimate business, and it is not very complex to right. run a business like that. So right. absolutely. And there's all kinds of software that you can use for that. Um, yeah. Okay. Learn a trade. We talked about so electrician. A lot of times they have what they call like well, it's like a um, an apprenticeship. 
So where you can um, apprentice as an electrician's assistant, mm -hmm. where you're basically kind of like... Or, or as a, a welder, or as a plumber. Yes, or, or even as a... Um, sometimes um, my hairdresser, mm -hmm. he has... He yeah. apprentices lots of um up and coming hair yeah like they don't even colors. go to school they learn all from him so it's kind of like an internship slash yeah. apprenticeship learning the trade at the same time and I can't stress this enough I just want to pause on this one for a minute if you have a child that you know could do well better than if they were in college by learning a trade mm-hmm please don't be afraid to encourage them to take that path. Make sure that they understand that doing a job like that is just as respectable mm -hmm. as doing a job that someone might do with a college degree. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big part of the issue. Mm -hmm. You'll like this one. Okay. Become an artist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And you might, <laughs> but I mean, I, I kind of, that one, I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't think you can just become an artist. I think you either have, you are either are an artist or you're not. I'm not an artist. I, I don't have any artistic So here's skills. something about, about art that, that most people don't know. You are, you can develop talent as an artist, but here's, mm. here's the one thing. Well, that you can hone your, I think you can hone your natural artistic talent. I think if you don't have artistic talent. Don't try to become an artist because my oldest, when he was young, <laughs> he used to um, carve fish out of um, little sticks and tape together. And, and that was what he wanted to do when he grew, grew up. He wanted to sell, like, wooden fish art. And Jeff and I used to joke and say, we're going to have to keep a room of him in the basement for him. Okay. Because he does not have artistic talent either. I don't think any of my kids are. So it was just, it was bad art. Yeah, I mean, and, but maybe, hey, bad art could probably sell. Listen, <laughs> people buy that stuff, Erin. I'm telling you, you'd be surprised at what people are selling on the uh, good old interwebs. Yeah. It, is, it is bananas. Well, we won't even get into what all they sell on the interwebs because <laughs> there's some crazy <laughs> shit out there. I'm not, I'm not opening that Pandora's box. No. So, uh, but okay. yeah. Okay, so you could become an artist. Yeah. If, 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 if you have an inclination, if okay. you are creatively driven, that's that could be an option. Okay. Maybe. All okay. right. Um, get fit, become a health coach. Oh my God! So yes, that's and that's so trendy right now too. Yes, everybody's it's, a health coach, and everybody, or everybody's a coach on my Facebook. <laughs> everybody, everybody's coaching somebody to do something <laughs> in a like, way. That, what what does that even mean? Anyways, that's a whole other topic. That is uh, a whole other topic. But you think about how how little of an investment that would take yeah, financially to, to then become very successful. Now, granted, all of these may not bring you you know well not maybe not six figures a, but you enormous could probably, financial success but they're all very viable options for mm -hmm. supporting yourself and if you have even the slightest business acumen with any of these suggestions mm -hmm. you, you could, could turn it into something very lucrative mm -hmm. all right what's next last has become a realtor become which is what my son realtor. my son did and he's He's enjoying some success, and he's enjoying it. He enjoys the people part. He enjoys helping them find yeah. homes. Um, so it definitely is a very um, good way. I mean, it's not fast money. Right. He waits tables still. Right. Um, because he is, you know, not raking in the dough yet. But it and is. also during a pandemic. I mean, and also it's a crazy real estate time. So, I mean, there are some other things that I think that are into play. Um, and, if, and he has actually been able to cut back on waiting tables. Like, 
from four nights a week to three because he had right. some sales and, you know, he's got some, you know, every month. Um, but it's uh, um, if you are a person who enjoys helping people like I always have always wanted to be a realtor because like the idea of finding helping somebody find their forever home or their home or I did mortgages for a while that was in my former life when I was you know really thought I was supposed to be part of corporate America yeah I was uh you know I became a mortgage broker like overnight I took a job as an assistant to an assistant's assistant's assistant basically and then (laughs) and then and then got in there and then developed a, a they hired somebody that I had to train so I developed a training program so then they asked if I would develop the training program for the whole company to train this specific position it's called a loan officer assistant then I had to get licensed because you could not teach how to use the financial software in a couple of the states where I had to go teach unless you were licensed um so I became a mortgage broker and and it was it was an enjoyable thing but I would have never in a million years thought that would be a career path that mm-hmm. I would take. Um, obviously, it, it didn't work out long term because I didn't really enjoy the mortgage part. I enjoyed the teaching part, which I then ended up doing for the next 10 years. So right. It but it, it, it's like every step leads you to right. like your next thing. Yeah. Every door yeah. that is presented to you. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's a lot. I think it's a lot to like um, try to take in if you're like got a kid that's like getting ready to go away to college or in their, you know, high school years is like just start trying to like um trying to expose and what and expose your kid to as many different types of careers as many different types of things that they could potentially do as a job try to help them figure out who they are I think as parents we're often very guilty of trying to impose onto our children the ideas that of we what have we think they are for their life and the kind of person that we you know maybe hoped or thought they would be when they were younger and then they grow into being this beautiful expression of of a person that is completely different from that so i think the the greatest advice that i have to give parents who are who are struggling with this decision is be sure that you understand who your children actually are. Mm-hmm. Get to know who they. They're really not just are. extensions of you. They are not just extensions of you. They may they may want something that is so entirely and completely different from what you had in mind for their lives, that it blows your mind. Mm-hmm. You may get into some conversations and learn that your children are completely different people than you thought they were in the most beautiful way. Mm-hmm. So, and, and then I would, the, the second thing is I would encourage parents to explore all of these idea, ideas that we just talked about. Mm-hmm. When you're presenting college, present it as an option, mm-hmm. not as a requirement so that then you're not leading your children down a path where if it doesn't work out, they feel bad about who they are. They feel like they're less than people with a college degree You know, you don't want to set them up for failure because who they are is not someone who would be successful by pursuing college. Um, And Aaron already said this, but just to reiterate, we're not saying that we we are gung-ho, don't encourage your kids to go to school. Of course, lots of people go to college and end up being very successful because they went to college. They go to school for things that they're very passionate about. 
you know, and end up being having very successful careers for those degrees. But it is not for everyone. And I think more people are realizing that it's not the only path. And so if you find yourself as a parent having those conversations with your children and you're feeling resistance, you know, take a step back, take a breath. And then maybe look into some of these things that we've suggested. We'll post this list in the notes um, of, mm. of ideas for kids who college may not be right for. Well, and we want to hear from you. So give us your experiences, like yes. like the things that have, like that you've had as challenges with your kids. If you've had the same experiences, if your experience is different, um, you can email us um, with any um, feedback. Questions, comments, suggestions, yeah, topic ideas <laughs> at Midlife State of Mind Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on all socials at Midlife State of Mind Podcast yeah. on Facebook, Instagram. Um, we do want to hear from you, though. Like, what what are your thoughts on on Is this subject? Yeah, college for kids. Is like college right for your children? Um, have yeah. you had similar experiences to ours where you're grooming your, your children for college and then they maybe end up going in a different direction? Is Has one of your kids maybe gone to college, gotten a degree, and then decided to completely go in a different direction. And so maybe you feel like, holy, holy mackerel, if we had had this conversation earlier, we could have saved ourselves $40,000 or more. Well, and also, yeah. are you somebody who maybe, or maybe your kid didn't go to college right out of school, yeah. did something else, and then later on down the road decided to go to college. And I've had friends like that. Yeah. Um, we want to hear from you, though. Yeah. Well, we we are so grateful for you for tuning in today. Um, and if you like what you heard, of course, we want you to go and hit that subsi- subscribe button and then share the podcast with a friend. Um, we, you would become our favorite person if you did that. <laughs> You're already our favorite people. But, um, but yeah, if you like what you heard today, please hit subscribe. Um, give us some feedback on those social channels. And yeah. we love you guys. We will see you next week. Yep. Bye. Bye.